Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm super excited to be here with producer, comedian, and writer, Mike. <laughs> Shit! And director. Oh, I, I write too, so that's yeah, correct. You know, yeah. It's like everything. I'm a balabusa. Most importantly, um, Aquarius. Exactly. Mike <laughs> Kelton. What's up, my uh, Aquarius friend? Nothing. Wait, what is your sign? Guess. We are related. Okay, based on what happened based on the scheduling of this event. Yeah. <laughs> How it was We're in the time. same family. We're in the that's same family. Big, that's a big giveaway. I would say, I would say you're... Oh, I you got like this. I do got this. We're in the same family. We're both air signs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's not the crazy one. Okay. Now I'm thinking I'm like <laughs> getting crazy because I'm like, do I know all the air signs? And now I'm like, I'm dumb. I'm going to look like a fraud. Can you give me another hint? Yeah. We love like beauty. Beauty. Capricorn? No. Honestly, oh, I don't know if I can have You a just Libra. tell me. A Libra. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. You're do my, we have to go over what the air signs are? Yeah, we are? do actually. Okay. I feel like that's it's Aquarius. Aquarius. Gemini, Gemini and Libra. Libra. So I was like, I'm not the crazy one because oh, yeah. Gemini is the crazy one. I'm glad you're not Gemini because that honestly is, that is. It's a lot. It's terrifying. To yeah, me. it's terrifying. But let's, let's start by unpacking your chart because okay. you said you're an Aries rising. Aries rising. Cancer moon. Oh, wow. That's a good placement, like mm-hmm. all around. You mm-hmm. have a good thing going there. Oh, thank you. I'm a Capricorn moon. Okay. So okay. you so feel yeah. like what I don't, yes. essentially. Yes. Which is really nice. And it's funny because we were talking about my boyfriend mm-hmm. is, we thought he was, I met with an astrologer yesterday. He runs this Instagram account called Queer Cosmos. Oh, I've heard of it. He's amazing. I follow it on my yeah. Finsta. He's amazing. Yeah. Oh my God, the fact that you have a Finsta is psycho. I know. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. We have to pivot. You have a Finsta. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, we've actually never talked about my Finsta on the podcast well, before. Well, I'm glad we are now because uh-huh. tell me about the Finsta. Oh, so, well, do you have a Finsta? No, but my dad's girlfriend's daughters do. And they're in like <laughs> middle school and high school. Yeah. So the Finsta started because my cousin who's in high school uh-huh. was like, you post like things that I post on my Finsta. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, you just like sometimes post things that like you could probably just post on your Finsta instead of your Rinsta. <laughs> and I was like, what's a Finsta? Oh my God. And she was like, you don't know what a Finsta is? And I was like, no. And she was like, well, it's this like account that's private that only uh-huh. like only you get to like, and your friends and like the people that like you choose. You get to curate who sees your exactly. Finsta. Exactly. And like mm-hmm. on your Finsta, it's like specifically like 
either embarrassing photos uh-huh. or like blowing people up, like uh-huh. making dragging people, like uh-huh. the tea, things uh-huh. like that. So like I'll give you a little preview of my Finsta. Okay. I'm obsessed with this. I'm so excited. I've never showed anyone my Finsta, but you, we can't say the name out loud. Even okay. though I'm sure people know it. People know, but also you have to approve them. So it doesn't really even matter, right? Right, exactly. You have to be like, this is my good Judy looking at my Finsta. Exactly. Okay. When I'm dead. I'm so dead. this is my Finsta. It's a lot of memes. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with this. Also, 72 followers. So you, you've, You've let 72 people into your inner I've circle. I've let 72 people into That's my a good inner number. circle, but I've been betrayed. Like <gasps> there are rules of the fence. It's like fight club. Like you don't talk about it. You know, you don't bring it up in public settings. We're like legit breaking all the rules fully, right now. Fully. <laughs> I'm obsessed. But like, okay. yeah, you're not supposed to talk about it in public. Like you're not supposed to tag someone's Finsta ever. If I'm you obsessed comment, with this. If you comment on the first, on like someone's Instagram mm-hmm. with your Finsta by mistake, like you've deleted it immediately. But after creating this Finsta, a lot of friends of mine also mm-hmm. have Finstas. And sometimes they accidentally post to their real Instas, which mm-hmm. is a Rinsta. Okay. And they expose themselves and, and then they have to take it down. And that's like embarrassing. And that's embarrassing. I love your Finsta, by the way. Thank I, you. So am I allowed to even like say what it is? Um, I'm like, yeah. No, I'm no. not the name. Not the name, but yeah. like one of the posts, can I say? Yeah, of course, of course. Like what I thought was really funny <laughs> was like there's a meme that's like Ariana Grande, I'm so thankful for my ex. And then it's me. And then it's a picture of like literally who is that? That yeah. to me is like, who is that person? I, I think it's a drag queen. I think it's a drag queen and like sipping like clearly a morning cocktail because the most hungover you've ever been. Right. And like just looking eyes of and it says can't relate. Like can't relate. Can't relate. You're just like I am actually no. not grateful for any of my exes. Exactly. I hate them all. And it's like memes that like sh- oh hate them all. And it's memes that show like who I really am. Uh-huh. Like for example. Me. Who am I to judge? Also me. Simon Cowell. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Exactly. You're like yeah. You're like yeah. I'm not judgy but I but I'm going to judge it's everybody. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. Um, I so, find that so, yeah. I, you know, my Finsta is kind of my Insta story. Mm. I treat Insta story as like the real deal. Right. I'm giving people like the real lowdown of like my haunted dresser, my boyfriend who doesn't believe in my haunted dresser. Oh, our new I've, I already West believe Rugs. in your haunted dresser. You do. Well, I'm fully like ghosts are 100%. Real. I'm 100%. Like there's no question in my mind that ghosts are very legit. A hundred. We're on the same page. Tell me about your haunted dress. <clears throat> okay. So my boyfriend, Andrew. Shout out to Andrew. Shout out Andrew. Um, <laughs> when's his When's his birthday? He's Sag, November twenty fifth. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, Virgo moon. Um. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Calculating. Mm-hmm. Cal- calculating. Yes, I'm obsessed with you. Okay. <laughs> so Andrew is like super cerebral, very right. logical, right brained, mm. and I'm truly the opposite. I'm a creative. I believe in other things. My view on like the world and spirituality and energy is like, there's so many fucking things that we can't explain. So why do people think that they know everything? I'm like, just fucking hop off your big dick and get off and be like, you don't know everything. Yeah. So I, I do this podcast called beyond, which is all about like my deep dive into spiritual stuff Mm. with a curious mind. And in the first season, we, there was a haunting at cure thrift shop, like near here in Mm. the East village. And um, what do you mean a haunting? Like, so I did a Facebook live series for a while and I did a Facebook live in cure thrift shop. Mm-hmm. And during this live feed, my voice went lower 
And so if you watch the video on MTV's Facebook page, like you're like, oh, no, 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 100%. Like, I'm so like, scary. literally, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but like, I sound like a demon. My friends were like, you sounded like a demon on that video. And I was like, that's weird. So I emailed the owner of the shop and I was yeah. like, girl, first of all, thank you for having us. I love your energy. Right. She's the great. She's the greatest, Liz. Right. And then she's like, weird enough, we've had a lot of things come in recently that have started hauntings. Like water's been dripping down the walls. Our radio started going in and out. Wow. It's been getting really hot. And I was like, I got to, I'm doing this podcast. I'll bring a medium. Right. We'll see if there's a spirit. So we go there and we sit in this like witch's circle on the first floor. And in the middle of it, the medium was like, what happened in the basement? And she was like, huh? how did you know? And he was like, I went downstairs into the basement and someone tried to choke me. And she's <gasps> the like, the medium said this? Mm-hmm. He's like the fucking best. I'm obsessed. His I name is Asa Hoffman. Medium. He's the speakeasy of mediums. He doesn't even have like, you can't find him anywhere on the internet. He's in like a, an office in the flower district. Oh you have to book God. seven months in advance. I need. Psycho. Wow. Anyway, so he goes, I was choked. And she goes, oh my God. And he goes, do you have an ex-employee that used to work here that took his own life? And she goes, yes, how did you know that? He goes, he's downstairs in the basement. <gasps> I just got full body chills. I am not kidding. I'm not well so from we that. we literally go downstairs and we do this like seance thing. And it was hot as fuck downstairs. We do this seance and we picture like we just like do this thing. It's like very like ritualistic and like good energy. But right. then we like all t- tried to imagine this person like, moving on and then it got cool as hell downstairs mm. and then we all started laughing it was like it was like we were in another dimension we it, we just acted crazy and we were obsessed so that made me believe like i was like oh there's a thing and the medium said he was like sometimes it's not literally the spirit of the person but there's something called an amorphogenic field mm. which is when if like you're pregnant and making a baby inside of your body the cells know where to make the lungs before the cells have made the lungs. So there's an energy of like lung energy in an area where the lungs would be or will be. Right. And that can also happen with trauma. So if someone takes their own life or if there's like a fight in a space or like a a bomb goes off and people die in this building, the energy of that pain will live past the bomb. Wow. It's called an amorphogenic field. So that creates a haunting because it creates that energy in that space. And so, fuck yeah, I believe in ghosts. And my sure. dresser, I think it saw something. It's an old vintage dresser. My right. boyfriend got it without asking me. Actually, he asked me and I was like, that's ugly. Don't get it. Right. I wanted one from West Elm that I love. And we got that one too. Right. <laughs> and so I literally wake up in the morning and walk into our living room. And there's a fucking, this clunky old dresser. And I was like, are you kidding? And he's like, I got it because I love it. And I was like, I feel bad energy. And then we did a seance with the dresser. And then literally a couple months ago, in the middle of the night, the fucking drawer opens up out of nowhere. I'm not kidding. So I'm fascinated by this, Sorry, but I wonder. No, I, I'm I'm like <laughs> shook in the best way. But I wonder like, it's called a, like you said haunting, which mm-hmm. is technically has like a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. But I personally believe that ghosts are good. Like I really All ghosts? think- most ghosts. I think that the only reason that they are mm-hmm. still in existence is because they have something to finish mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. Like in their like living life, they didn't they didn't complete and like okay. they're just back to like make it make it right and then like they mm-hmm. go away. Or like they're watching over something that like was really important to them. 
I think it's both. I think that does exist 100%. Yeah. I also think we have like spirit guides, which are like the essence or the energy of maybe grandparents that have passed away that are like connected to us and are like watching over us Mm -hmm. um, that are helping you in situations. But I also think if someone dies in a really tragic way, they're kind of stuck. It's kind of like life trauma. If you had something happen to you when you were like 12, like you, something happened on the playground, you fell off a thing and you like broke your arm. Right. You still have that kind of trauma, even in your 20s and 30s. For some reason that affected you. You go to therapy and you end up talking about when you fell on the playground, right? Mm. So I think when people die in a tragic way, sometimes their spirit, while it's not evil, I think they kind of died in a way where they feel like taken advantage of or right. so then they either take it out on other people they do what we do with pain as humans we either turn it into joy and make art and we're like it's okay to feel shame or we're like fuck everyone and we're gonna right. we're gonna transfer this pain onto everyone that's so true so i think some souls are some ghosts are bad right that actually brings me to my next topic which we still haven't gotten into dating but we'll go oh my there. god oh my god <laughs> um but my next topic it's may so it means it's mental mm-hmm. health awareness yes. month which is super cool and it's just like amazing that we've come so far as a society to like be able to talk about these things. 100%. And you made me think of it because you were like, you know, people react two different ways to bad things. Mm -hmm. What is your experience with mental health? If you have like a story or if you've... Totally. I mean, I, I am someone that is, I'm very open with my feelings. I'm an open book. Right. I always talk about things and the way that I deal with, I have a lot of like, I mean, everyone has trauma, but like I have a lot of family trauma. I have a lot of like kind of coming of age, finding who I was like coming out of 15, but then like owning what does being gay mean to me? Like all of that kind of personal journey was difficult. And I've the whole time you're going through that, you struggle with depression and darkness and then you find a way for me, my coping mechanisms are storytelling, comedy, and working out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, that's how I'm able to, and therapy. And like, Right, I was just going to say, therapy. Yeah. But like, I think it's everyone has a different coping mechanism. And I think that every coping mechanism won't work for everyone, mm-hmm. right? So like, one type of therapy is not going to work for everyone. Right. One type of like, you know, soul cycle is not going to work for everyone. Right. It can help a lot of people, but... So I think everyone has like their own journey and I, it sounds like bad advice, but it's like, sounds like basic advice is like to be patient with yourself while you find what works for you. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I, um, I just shared this like post today on Instagram Mm -hmm. that was like a novel Mm -hmm. about my personal experience with mental health. And like, I was really depressed in my early Mm twenties and like, couldn't figure it out Mm -hmm. and like, didn't know why, even though I was like smoking weed every minute Mm -hmm. and (laughs) like not going to therapy Uh and like not doing anything like self care related. Uh I was like, why am I so sad? And like it, like I hit like a rock bottom of like sadness Uh when I got dumped and fired in the same week. And this was the thing I was telling you about the assistant thing that I fucked up. Oh my God. Wait, how yeah. old were you? 23. Okay. So yeah. Maybe you're, there's like a, not a Saturn return, but there's a return before that. Yeah. That is like a Jupiter return. Right. I know what you're very, saying. Like in between 23 and 24. For sure. Which shifts a lot. Yeah. No, world. actually. So it's funny that you bring that up because we talked about Saturn return on another episode mm-hmm. with an astrologer. I'm in my Saturn return now. And apparently if your life has like been not 
been easy, then your Saturn return is hard. And if your life has been hard, then your Saturn return is easy. Exactly. And I feel, Knockwood, mm-hmm. like my Saturn return has been easy, but mm-hmm. who the fuck knows? All right, let's back up. Let's okay. back up, Mike. Okay. So how old are you and where are you from? I'm 32 and I'm from Westchester, New oh, wow. York. Which part? Grew up in Mount Kisco. Yes, I remember your area mm-hmm. code. Mount Kisco, awesome. My dad is from New Rochelle. Oh, very cool. So I respect the Westchester. Respect life. the Westchester. And what is your current relationship status, even though you already told us? I am in an awesome relationship with my boyfriend, Andrew. We've been together three and a half years. Oh, wow. That's a long time. It's a long time. She's waiting for that ring. You yeah, know? I was just going to say, like, once like, you pass three years, like you know it's going the whole way. 100%. Yeah. Or you know it's definitely not yeah, going exactly. the whole way. <laughs> so how did you guys meet? We were actually set up three separate times by different people who did not know we were set up already. Wait, so I'm dead why, how did it happen that it was three times? Like, did you not go on the first time date? So the first time we met, it was like an after work drinks, like early, like 23, 24 years old. And it was my friend I grew up with, ended up going to Northwestern with Andrew and was working at this, you know, company in New, New York and was like, come to this after work drinks. And so I went and I like really dug him. I was like, you're awesome. I felt the energy mm-hmm. and I was like super confidently just meeting him and like telling him stories. And I have this big zit on my nose that apparently like he noticed, but I was like oblivious because I like have this issue where like I'm overly confident. Right. Um, and he was like, that person's a crazy person. And I was like, <laughs> okay, bitch. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> and then we friended each other on Facebook. He like started liking all of my statuses, but like we didn't go on a date. Cause I asked him on Facebook messenger or I don't know if I like actually asked him, but like I got the message that like he wasn't interested. Right. Even though I was like, he's interested. And even though he's liking all your Facebook statuses, hundo, which is hundo. dedication, which means you're mm-hmm. the first person that comes up when he opens his Facebook. Exactly. Because he he's creeping. You. Yeah. He's creeping. So then we went to a wedding. We were at a wedding together where our other two friends had gotten married. And while we were both in relationships at this point, our friends were like, you have to meet. I tried to, I tried to set you up with this person before, but like you just ha- he's going to be at the wedding. The guy I tried to set up with before is going to be at the wedding. Right. So I went up to him and I was like, oh, this bitch? I was like, you again? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm just going to give it. I was just going to talk to him and like, you're at a wedding and you're in your yeah. mid 20s. I was like, Hey, what's up? How are you? And he was very like standoffish, like sipping his like vodka soda through that little straw, which is fake. You have to gulp it. <laughs> and um, I was like, okay. And he was kind of standoffish. So I was like, fuck this guy. Right? right. Even though I was like very attracted to him. And I also love when people don't give me the time of day. It's actually mm. like the best way to get my attention. Such an Aries rising. Such an Aries rising. I'm <laughs> like, don't talk to me. And I love you. Right. <laughs> um, so then the final time, his best friend got put onto my improv team at UCB and she, he came for her first show and he was like, oh my God, this guy's on your improv team. I've met him so many times. And then we went out to drinks after and I kind of was like, I don't care anymore. Like I'm not going to put in effort. Right. And at the drinks, he brought up that he loved The Intern, the movie. With, that, with Robert De Niro? Robert De Niro. That's such a sad movie. It's such a... Okay, I'm glad that you said that because like, I hate the movie. Yeah, I think it's like I the counter-feminist movie. Fully. And I fully. cried in like the preview for it. Totally. Yeah. The fact that she ends up getting back with her husband, even though he cheated because she was like, I'm sorry, I'm working too hard. I was like, 
Uh uh-uh, uh, bitch. Yeah, no. Fucking leave that person Mm-mm. in the dust. Take your baby. Be you a can't Bethany Frankel. It. Yeah. Like, go live your life. Go Bethany. Go Bethany. So basically, I said that and he like perked up and then he was obsessed with me. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was like, okay. And then we ended up like getting drinks a couple months later. We were both single at this point. And then I pushed him in the snow. He hated it. We kissed. <laughs> and Aww, then we've been together ever since. <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. And do you guys live together? We live together, yeah. So you said that you've been wanting a ring. Um, wanting a ring. Does he know that you want a ring? Does this conversation come up? <clears throat> we Every time we go to a wedding, we do that thing where we like drag the wedding after, mm. which is so fun. Yeah, um, that's, you have to do it. You have to drag like, that you wedding. You talk about the food. You talk about who was like too fucked up, uh-huh. who was annoying. And we're like, venue, like, would we do this? Would right. we do this? Like, the dad's speech was kind of off. Kind of off. Yeah. Like, like he shouldn't have written it. How come he wrote that bad speech? Yeah. You know what I mean? He spent time to write it. So, we like drag it and then we talk about what our wedding would be. Right. So in a way I'm like, oh, yeah, when is it happening? And I'm like, I want you to propose because I'm the emotional one. Right. He's the logical one. Right. So I'm like, if I propose, it's going to be so cliche. Of mm. course I propose. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like waiting for it. But at the same time, if he doesn't propose by like January next year or like. You gave him a deadline. No, I didn't. I'm just like, I'm going to propose because we're right. going to get married. Well, how do you decide, like, you know, for you, you said you're the emotional, he's the logical. Is he older? Same age. So, like, how, like, let's say you're in a relationship where you're both emotional or you're both logical. Like, who proposes? Mm. I don't, I think, I think it's hard. Being gay is hard. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's, like, hard for a gay couple. I feel like you don't know. My dad keeps saying, he's like, why don't you guys just say you're getting married? Like, he's like, just go ring shopping, say you're getting married and do it together. Right. He's like, that's the way it should happen. And I'm like, I know, but like, kind of want him to ask me. It's nice to have like the romance about it. It's funny. Yeah. My, so uh, two of my best friends are, they're a gay couple. Shut up, you know, gay people. <laughs> I am like the queen of the gays. Um, <laughs> no, but literally I have like more gays than You're than so not. Morgan. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally, that's such a compliment, but also drag. It's also drag, but uh, it's a compliment. <laughs> No, but my gays are, so one is a little older mm-hmm. and he's actually been married before. It's like mm-hmm. a whole thing. So he's the one, they've already established, like if someone was going to propose, it would be him. He's like mm-hmm. older, he's been married, like he's been through it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But so they've like gone back and forth and they're now deciding like, what's the point of being engaged, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why not just like, Get married. Get married. Like, wh- what's the point of an engagement period? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I see the point of a proposal. It's for an Instagram picture. <laughs> Obviously. But what's the point uh-huh. of the engagement period? Like, if, uh-huh. you know, and like, I, I kind of love that. Uh-huh. Like, I wish I could. We should do that. Yeah, I wish that could be society. more normalized fully. I think we've romanticized the idea of the gesture of someone asking. Right. And I think it's become, it's gotten way out of hand. So out of hand. And social media has, I think, absolutely blown this way out of proportion. Beyond like, out of hashtag proportion. hashtag I said yes. Like it's hashtag cr- she said yes. It's crazy. It's psycho. Psycho. And people come up with these captions like for a year in advance. Like it's when sick. they, the second they like pick mm-hmm. out a ring, like they have a caption. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, and I've said this before, I think on here, but the most unoriginal caption that I never want to see again. Oh my God, tell me. I'm marrying my best friend. (laughs) 
Like, I've really? I've seen it way too often. Really? It makes like, me sick, actually. Sick. I'm sick. Like, get a fucking brain. I know, get a brain. Do a different caption. Like, it's not even good. Like, no one's happy that you're marrying your best uh-huh. friend. Like, how about something funny? Mm-hmm. How about something like not taking yourself too uh-huh. seriously? Have you seen the... Have you seen the... Oh, my God. Tell me. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. Have you seen the engagement picture? That's it's the live photo. And they didn't realize it. Was oh, yes. And the, with dick? the dick. Oh, my God. Of course. That to me is the of best. Course. That's the best engagement photo I've ever seen. Ever. <laughs> Wait. So it's a picture. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's like, you know how when you t- like do a live photo, you can hold Google. it down and it kind of moves and it, do- it shows like a little clip. There was this engagement photo going around that like a girl sent her family or maybe a guy sent his family and it was of the ring. And uh-huh. then if you hold down the photo, her fiance mm-hmm. comes in in like a towel with his dick out. <laughs> and like puts it in the camera. Hold on. If you search, if you search engagement penis live photo, I think this I is I can't it. believe it went viral. Of course. It's also a huge dick. It's like a very large. It happens so fast. It's so quick. There it is. Someone said, congrats, it's huge. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I would do. Like, my family would disown me. They would be like. They'd be horrified. Or congrats. Yeah. (laughs) Congrats on the big schlong. Exactly. Exactly. Sick. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hope you're enjoying Mike as much as I did. He is hysterical beyond. I wanted to pop in to tell you about my vitamin that I've been taking. It's called Ritual. And I just, I don't get all of my essential nutrients on a daily basis. Even though I'm trying to eat healthy, I still can't cover everything. Ritual is for women specifically, and it's a multivitamin, but totally like reimagined. There's D3, omega-3, All of the gaps in your diet are filled with Ritual and there's no nausea. There's like a mint tab. So this aftertaste that you get is like minty. It's like popping a piece of gum. It's so great. There's no gross aftertaste at all. And they deliver it right to your apartment. So I want you guys to check it out. Let me know what you think. I know vitamins are... You know, hard to find the right one, but I think Ritual is really great for women. I'll give you 10% off your first three months if you just go to ritual.com slash Acme today. So you just go to ritual, R-I-T-U-A-L.com slash Acme and you'll get 10% off your first three months. Check it out and let me know what you think. Thanks, guys. So... Obviously, you met Andrew and you're spending the rest of your lives together, which is adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but before you met him, what was dating like for you in the city? Mm. Were you on the apps? I was on the apps. So I'm famously a low sex drive person. Oh, interesting. Low sex drive person doesn't like, I'm not super horny. I'm just mm-hmm. not a super horny person, which I'm like okay with. I'm almost jealous. Honestly, you should be. It's, it's like being horny all the time is like a disease. It's like a disease. And it's also, it's so powerful to not care. Right. Like I would be out with my gay friends at like the Phoenix and we'd all be hammered. 
And everyone would be like, we got to get dick. And I'd be like, I'm tired. I want chicken parm. Right. Like, and I would just be like, give me that chicken parm. That's like, amazing. That's the chicken parm. Yeah. So <laughs> I famously like, I think if I did have a higher sex drive, I, I would have like more fun, like single in the city stories of right. like fucking a bunch because I'm like not opposed to it. I like have definitely have my share of one night stands and right. love it. But like I, you know, I have a low sex drive, but I, of course it was, it was tough because maybe because I have a low sex drive, I was like really interested in like meeting people and like telling stories and like, I don't know, becoming friends. I became friends with a lot of people I like slept with once. And then I was like, right. we should just chat. I just like you as a person. And they're like, do you want to have sex? And I was like, not really. Yeah. And they were like, that makes me upset. And I was like, it shouldn't because I love your brain. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I, I have stories where like Halloween one year I went out with my like best gay friend. We're like both huge we're six four and so we like love to go out together and like not talk and just be like uh like give like gay face which is basically you look like you're gonna murder someone which gay yeah. people love um, Wait, like you do it for me like uh-huh you're just like i hate you i'm gonna kill you yeah. and people are like oh so hot right <laughs> like walk around hell's kitchen at like 11 p.m on a saturday night with a gay man and you'll see gay men look at this man, man like they want to kill. And it'll be, that's like the, I want to fuck face. That's like the mating call. That's the mating call. Mm-hmm. So this one guy, so I dressed up as like a hot farmer. This is like Halloween 2012, I mm-hmm. guess. And like I was spray tan for the gods. Just wore like overalls and a hat and cowboy boots. And I saw this guy was dressed up from the guy from like Xana, Xanadu, like the short shorts and the oh, roller skates. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Super sexy. Went back to his place. We were super hammered and we start going at it. And then I like got tired and I was like, we should just go to sleep. And he's like, are you serious? And I was like, hundo. I was like, we can hook up in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, okay. So went to bed. I woke up. I was like, why are these sheets orange? My spray tan had come out in his white sheets. No. And it was all over the place. Oh my God. And so I tried to distract him because I was like, I can't. He's going to be really mad. Like yeah. these aren't, he lived in a nice apartment with nice sheets. And so I went to the kitchen. I got a loaf of bread. I started eating the bread because I was like still drunk. And then I ended up being like distracting him with the bread thing. And I left. And then he wrote me a Facebook message was like, my sheets are all orange. And I was like, that's insane. Do you spray down? <laughs> no. <laughs> he was like, no. I was like, that's so weird. Oh my God. Anyways, that's like one of my. So you never admitted it. No. <laughs> that's amazing. Actually, I bet you there's so many guys and girls like out there who have gotten spray tan in people's beds before because it of happened course. to so many of my friends in high school. Of course. It's like very normal. Yeah. No, and I would be like, well, you guys are so dumb. Like, you should just real fake uh-huh. tan. Like, you know what I mean? Like, use <laughs> yes. the tanning bed. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, actually, you're dumb because, like, you're going to, like, get cancer. Get cancer. <laughs> it's like, and I was like, well, it's you're like dumb. spray or death. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still actually, I never, like, really got into the idea of doing a spray tan. Like, there's a wedding coming up for one of my best friends. And you got to try it. It's honestly everyone so but you is, have like, spray tan. Gorgeous skin. That's really nice. I was just in New Orleans with good weather. Truly, you have, like, you have. You have gorgeous skin. And when you That's said really you're, nice. how old are you? I'm 28. I would believe 22. <gasps> seriously. That's the nicest thing. I'd seriously ever believe you were 22. Because years for old. so long, I would do this like, like masochistic game where I'd be like, mm-hmm. guess my age. And it was always older. Say. It was always older. But I like, then I would convince myself that that's because of maturity, mm-hmm. you know? And I'd be like, oh yeah, they just think I'm really mature. So <laughs> they think I'm older. <laughs> Um, Wait, what's your, I know you're interviewing me, but what's yeah. your story? 
What do you mean? Like, where are you from? Where did yeah, you go to school? I'm from New York City. Obsessed. I went to Boston University. Where'd you go to okay. college? I went to University of Michigan. Oh, cool. And I went to high school in the city. I went to professional performing arts high oh, school. Oh, professional children's school? Professional performing arts school. So a little bit different. Oh, but like, like the, right. the public magnet school on 48th For sure. and 8th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So wait, you went to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Were you like broing out when you were there? I mean... I at the gym I was, but yeah. like I was a musical theater major, so by right. no means no, was I growing no up. <laughs> I would go to the I would go to the football games, yeah, and like stay for probably like fifteen minutes and be like, okay, we love, and right, then me right. and Corbin, my bestie, mm-hmm. we would just go and like drink. That's amazing, but yeah, that's my little that's my little story. I'm actually I'm I'm in a relationship with an Aquarius, <gasps> so obviously, oh my, that's a very I good ma- Libra Aquarius is a very yeah, good match, really good match. Is he just all over the place and wild and you love? He's so yeah, but he's got an interesting chart. Okay. Tell me if you can understand this. Okay. So he's Aquarius Sun. Uh-huh. He's a Capricorn rising. Okay. And a Scorpio moon. Wow. That's honestly that's all over the place. It's a lot happening. So he's like so But the, you both have water moons. Yes. And Aquarius suns, which uh-huh. is interesting because Aquarius are not super emotional. But he is emotional. But he is but deep down of the he's moon. extremely yeah, emotional. Exactly. Yeah. Which is interesting because if you because I'm Cancer Moon. I everything is led from a place of like heart and like mm-hmm. collective consciousness and right. like bringing people together. But sometimes it comes out in the weirdest of ways right. where you're like, what the fuck are you doing? And ultimately you're like trying to, because we're an air sign, manipulate a situation so that everyone will get along. Right. When oh, it seems like you're like, I'm because I produce reality TV. Mm. So I will do things to be manipulative in a way to be like, so we all see the end game of like we're all the same. Right. Exactly. But sometimes it comes out in a weird way and people are like, are you a psycho? And you're like, yes, but no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think water, water moons are a, such a good placement. Like uh-huh. it's just so nice to know that someone's like deep down, like uh-huh. emotional and like empathetic. Cares about family. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And totally. do you know a little bit about the Venus stuff? I don't, but I'd love to, it, whatever you know, I would love to know. I just know that Venus rules love. Uh-huh. So like, it's important that your Venus sign and your partner's Venus uh-huh. sign are compatible. Oh, interesting. That's what the astrologer was texting me last night. Yeah. Venus was in Mars or something. Oh. And I was like, he's like, you have to look at that. And I was like, texting him, I was like, okay, yes, but I, I am not an astrologer. And he was like, you can figure it out, sweetie. I was like, call in. He was trying to give me like tough love. Yeah. And I was like, I, I can't, I was on cafe astrology and I was like, I don't understand. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too hard. But, but yeah, I, your love language is so important. Right. Like what do you, what is, what's your partner's name? Max. Max. And what's his love language? So I've sent him the test like 15 uh-huh. times uh-huh. and he of course, ignores the email. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's like, he's like, <laughs> let me get back I'm like, to can you. Can you please just take the test? He's like, I actually have work. Like I have things that are really important other than this test. Um, but I'm pretty sure that his is quality time uh, of because course, he's an Aquarius. Yeah. And he gets uh-huh. really annoyed uh-huh. when like I'm on my phone or like uh-huh. not enjoying like the environment uh-huh. that like we're walking around in Same. like the moments, like living in the moments. Uh-huh. He's like, uh-huh. he's like, babe, like how could you be like on Instagram? Like we're in this beautiful place with like this gorgeous tree. And I'm like, but like, I need to see if anyone commented on my insta you know like we me and max are same yeah exactly i'm quality time exactly it's important for me i'm actually acts of service of course that makes so much yeah that makes so much sense yeah but can you not receive the things you can give no i can 
I can. I think it has to go like hand in hand. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Because usually Libras are like good at giving advice right. and acts of service, but they're not good at like taking their own advice or receiving those things. To be honest, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> like you'll you'll give someone the heart to heart and be like, yeah. just be honest with them because right. it's all about honesty. And then a someone month will later, to me. you'll be lying about something yeah. and you'll be like, I can't. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like I, I'm like pretty controlling because I'm a Capricorn mm-hmm. moon and Virgo rising. Mm-hmm. So like I will cook for him. Mm-hmm. And then like if he tries to do the dishes after, I'm like, please don't touch that. <laughs> like don't touch the trash. Like don't touch it. I'll, I'll do everything, uh-huh. you know? Mm-hmm. And like, so I can do, I can give the acts of mm-hmm. service but I, I can't really receive. And you're good at giving feedback, but not receiving it. I'm actually, I've gotten so much better at receiving okay. feedback through therapy. That's amazing. But uh-huh. I still don't like criticism, which I, mm-hmm. it's like, it's hard to discern between criticism and feedback because mm-hmm. it's all criticism when mm-hmm. you're, when you're sensitive, you know? It's funny, um, my boyfriend the other day, yeah. he like, he gives so much feedback and I gladly take it. I'm obsessed with feedback. I'm like, yeah. tell me everything. I'm malleable. Let me learn from my mistakes. Right. And so he said something of like, we don't share much because we're like a little bit of different sizes, but like sometimes I'll wear his hats or like I'm, I'll take someone's bag and think it's totally fine because I'll definitely return it. I just like, I'm so oblivious to that stuff. I'm like, we share, we're, we're whatever, they're bags. You're not using it. So I used it. And so I used something of his, I forget what it was, but I like left it at work or something. And then he's like, where is my, let's just say it was like his let's say it was his bag or right. like it's not it wasn't his ear pods because like I wouldn't take those because I'm like you have to have those it was something like this right and he was like where is this and I was like oh I think I oh I left it at, I left it at work and he was like this is why we can't share things yeah I would, and I said I have the same reaction I'm I said is you're right this is exactly why we can't share things yeah and then he was like what and I was like you're right we can never share things ever again. And then he was like, what are you, what are you saying? Why are you saying it like that? And I was like, babe, I literally left one thing at work. Right. We share so many things. I think you're overreacting. Right. And he like, couldn't take the feedback. He right. was like, clearly in my, he overreacted. He got nasty. And he was like, it wasn't the reason we couldn't share things. Yeah. It was just, he was jumping to conclusions. Right. And then for me, I was like, you're overreacting. He can't really take feedback. So he was like, okay, like, change the subject yeah I would do the same thing I would do the same thing I recently <laughs> I ran my speech for my best friend's wedding uh-huh. I ran through it with with my boyfriend uh-huh. and I'm like waiting for him to be like this is the best speech I've ever heard babe <laughs> like you're hilarious you're hysterical and he was like why is it why did you say that part like that part like is not good like it's cringy uh-huh. and I was like what like uh-huh. <laughs> And he was like, yeah, no, you have to take that out. Like, you can't say that, like, in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like, that's so fucking rude. Like, yeah. I didn't. How dare like, you? Yeah, like, I'm literally reading you the speech for you to say it's amazing. Like, you <laughs> fucked up, you know? Like, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't. And then, like, and then like a week after, I was, like, in a better mood mm-hmm. about it. Just, like, I've made peace mm-hmm. with the fact that, like, he was right. I was like, okay, so now that I'm in a mood of like receiving feedback and open, like, mm-hmm. why didn't you like that part of the speech? Mm-hmm. And he's like, so now that like, it's just. Now that you're okay with yeah, it. It's, it's funny because like, you asked for yeah, feedback. Yeah, of course. You were like, I'm going to read this to you so you can tell me that it's good or tell me things you think. Right. And he was helping you because did you end up changing I took it? that part out, yeah. And did the speech go great? It's it's in two weeks. It's in two weeks. Not good. It probably like, 
I don't know him, and maybe he's wrong, but like it probably is going to make the other stuff shine more. For sure. Because he probably loved everything else. And then he was like, oh, that takes away from the greatness of the whole thing. I think think you're 100% right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so sad. We're like flying through this. We're running out of time already. We're good. Like you don't have to rush, rush. We're good, but but we We only do, we are at the end. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, so we're going to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, so another hour. Um, So we usually end our episodes with like a quote or a phrase that uh-huh. has helped you when it comes to dating or just like life in general, or maybe like a piece of advice someone told you once that you were mm. like, I always go back to this. Oh, that's such a good, fun thing. So maybe two things, but I guess the first one is, and maybe it's not specifically about dating, but I, I do think it is. I do think it can pertain to dating. Okay. So a professor I had in school well, school for me was like, I loved partying. I was like obsessed with going out. I wasn't the best student. Right. But like this thing stuck with me and like definitely helped me throughout life. And I still struggle with it, but it's good advice. So Mr. Wagner, who's like the head of this musical theater department in Michigan, right. since retired, he would always say, don't look to the side, always look forward. Because when you look to the side, you're slowing yourself down and not doing what your purpose is. Mm. And I think that pertains to dating too. When you're looking to the side and scrolling through Instagram and being like, why are they so happy? Right. Like, or you're out and you're like, this couple looks so in love. Or why does this bitch have a man? Right. Like, you're only taking away from the joy that you can share with someone. Right. And it's it's giving off an energy that's like not cute. And so don't look to the side and judge other people's relationships, even though like yeah, we watched 90 Day Fiance literally because of that. Yeah. We're like, look how... Uh, I just watched it the first time the other day. And you're obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, look how miserable these couples are. I feel better. But in a way, that's totally taking a lot of the joy of you finding someone. For and sure. just like feeling yourself and phoenixing. Yeah. So I think that's a good piece of advice. And then I think the other thing is in past relationships, I have... I have thought that the idea of a relationship was cool and like I loved the idea of being with someone and having this thing that my parents would approve of and that other people would think is cool. And when I started dating Andrew, I was like, this maybe is not exactly what like people would have thought Mm. I would have wanted, but I actually do want. I love coming home. I love having someone constantly give me feedback. I love having someone nagging me, Mm -hmm. like nagging me. Like I personally, it makes me feel amazing and like I can thrive. So, and also Andrew's so many more things than that. But like I used to be with a guy that was like, he was a Pisces and very emotional, super creative and just like, all over the place. And it seemed like we were this like fun, creative couple that went to the Poconos and like, right. But really I, I felt out of control in that relationship and it wasn't what I wanted or needed. Mm. And so, you know, like I guess in a relationship, don't, don't look for something that other people and your parents will approve of. Do something that is works for you. Even if it looks completely different than what you thought you wanted. I love that. Find what works for you and don't compare. <laughs> don't compare. Love it. Where can everyone find you, follow you, listen to you, watch you? You can follow me on Instagram um, and Twitter at Mike Kelton, M-I-K-E-K-E-L-T-O-N. And please subscribe. I have a TV show on TLC that I'm directing, Drag Me Down the Aisle. Um, drag <laughs> means makeover bride for her wedding. Amazing. Truly amazing. And then my podcast is like really 
my favorite thing that I work on is called Beyond with Mike Kelton. You can find it anywhere you find podcasts. Subscribe and listen to uh, the Cure Thrift Shop is a three-part series in the middle of season one. Amazing. You can hear about the haunting of Cure Thrift Shop. We'll check it out. Love Thank it. you so much, Mike. Of You've course. been awesome. Hope everyone enjoyed the episode. Write us a review in the podcast app. And stay tuned. Check out our Instagram at We Met at Acme for all the information on our upcoming live events. All right. Thanks, guys.